When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company, Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe with you. Mitch Bayer is with you as well. We'll talk to Toddy Gray uh, a little bit later on. We've got Cynthia O'Brien on the line. We'll take this race at Ballarat first, and then we'll get to Cynthia. Mitch, your tip again, please. The two, Fly Havoc. Hopefully they've backed it for a stack. All right. Fly Havoc, the tip from Mitch Abaya. Let's get there now. On the inside one, Cryptic Signal three, uh, Flying Vault five, Diva Dot seven. Fly Havoc, Aston Shadow, Bad Valley, Aston Velmo, green light, set here. Ballarat race nine of the Flying 390 set. Racing over on the outside, Aston Belmo, a little bit slow to begin away fast. There was Bad Bailey, and Bad Bailey takes up the running, settling down by two and a half to three around the outside, Aston Belmo. Back on the inside, there came Galabale. They were followed then by Aston Shadow, then came Fly Havoc, followed then by Cryptic Signal, followed by Diva Dot, and also our Flying Vault in the home running, though. Bad Bailey shot right away. It's an easy winner in the end. Aston Belmo, second head bobber for third, Aston Shadow, or a Galabale, followed by Fly Havoc. Is a Six, scrapper. eight, and photo for third, so... Bad Bailey, $9 gets the job done there, Mitch, from Aston Malmo. So a bit of an upset in the ninth at Ballarat. All right, let's get to our special guest who has joined us a couple of times on this program. Uh, I do speak, of course, of Cynthia O'Brien, who joins us to chat about the Maiden Series heats tomorrow and plenty of nominations from a variety of trainers. Cynthia, welcome back to SEN Track. Hi, Mitch. Thanks for having me back again. Hey, Cynthia, uh, thanks for joining us uh, on the show and giving out some of your time. And uh, firstly, I'd like to just touch on tomorrow at Hillsville with the Highway 31 Maiden Series. And, geez, there's been a great amount of nomination. I'm sure, I'm sure you would have been pretty excited with how many you received and from a range of different trainers. And it's going to be pretty exciting to see uh, a lot of these first starters and what they can do. As you know, Mitch, this race originally was programmed to be a match race between Richmond Greyhounds and Hillsville Greyhounds up the straight. And unfortunately, COVID thought differently of us doing that. But the trainers of Victoria have come to the front and they've supported us. And we had 74 nominations, so we've been able to run the full eight heats, but they're all going to be from our own state now. Yeah, it's an exciting concept. I'm, I'm very excited, as, a, as you know, that I'm a big fan of straight track racing and I'm sure these dogs would have been up here quite a few times now and tested their uh, abilities up the straight. But uh, the one thing that we all get excited about is seeing first starters and what they're made of, and I'm sure there's going to be some pretty handy ones tomorrow. Um, with the eight heats, uh, it's, it's just eight heats straight into a final, I've been told. Yes, that's correct. Eight winners and all running again on Sunday for the $10,000 first prize. $10,000 for the first prize uh, is 
Absolutely massive. It's we see some of these uh, city finals; they're not even worth anywhere near that. And uh, it, it's a great draw card for uh, Hillsville and straight track racing, and it just shows that straight track racing is growing. And uh, to draw seventy four nominations, I know that uh, we spoke a little earlier in the day, and there's been a couple of scratchings, but um, seventy four noms for to fill your eight heats. So I'm sure that that would have been absolutely stoked, considering that. As you said, COVID changed the whole Richmond and uh, Victoria sort of setup. It's been a little bit, um, certainly disappointing in that aspect, but the dogs and the calibre of breeding that have come forth to run in this, this maiden series. And for the last three weeks, my staff at the track have been run flat out with trials. So obviously a lot of people have got right behind this and really put in the preparation to come tomorrow and, and take on the chance to win the 10,000. And I mean, you have Vic Breeders races in Victoria and we don't get this sort of response. So this has been a phenomenal effort by everybody across the state to support us in this event. Now, for those out there that don't know, there's a lot of people out there, listeners, that aren't involved in greyhound racing. They're, they're big fans of uh, racing and punting. But for those out there that don't know, how many trials would you normally get on a standard day? And what's the trial... Uh, record been like over the last few weeks considering we would have seen some of these pups being slipped up there or boxed up there um, in preparation for this series? On a normal trial day, sometimes we run somewhere between 45 and 60 trials. That's, that's generally around about where we sit at Hillsville. Always busier at this time of the year because you're coming into the cup, so I'm not saying all these dogs have been maidens, but the after race day trials, we've trialled 30 and 40 trials on a race day and 109 to 115 trials on our Wednesday trial session. So, yeah, it's been, it's had massive support and that goes into both the events because, as you know, the Hillsville Cup heat's coming up next week as well. Yeah, that's an absolute, yeah, that's massive numbers for the trials and especially after race uh, time. I know it takes a bit to prepare that. I know that we've, we, when you get through a 12 race card, you think uh, we've finished that now, but we've obviously got another 30 or 40 trials. So it's fantastic to see people getting behind it and uh, I'm sure it's going to go from strength to strength. Now, as you said, we've got uh, the Hills or Cup not far away um, and we're getting right into the business end of this uh, festival of racing at Hillsville. Just tell us a little bit about the Hillsville Cup. Um, it's grown in prize money. It's it's a race that a lot of people want to win. And as we know recently, a lot more trainers are, are targeting Hillsville and uh, racing there. We saw Utah Ghost there. Well, he's gone and obviously went coursing. So um, a little bit about Hillsville Cup and uh, what we're expecting this year. All right. So this is going to be the 32nd running of the Hillsville Cup, um, over 350 metres. We hope we'll always hopeful of having eight full heats so that would be wonderful if we we get that sort of support again this year uh unfortunately we'll probably be a bit restricted for our interstate visitors this year with the border closures etc but um i'm expecting still great response it's fifty thousand dollars this year and it's gone back to group two status so i think that they will come from far and wide and you know with the caliber of dogs we've had racing at hills the last few weeks we've had ferdinand boy oriental amber hilltop jonah just to name a few, like they're, they're definitely supporting Hillsville at the moment, and that's great for the industry and it's great for the club. Oh, it's fantastic. And also, we've got the Arrow uh, coming up this week as well. Um, we've, ha how many nominations did we, or yeah, nominations did we get for this uh, race or series coming up? And I think it's fantastic. I saw. 
um, the the advertisement for it, a thousand dollars to buy in, and and it's it's going to be a great concept. We love the match racing. We love straight racing. Uh, how, how are we looking for this Sunday? So on um, on the first front, we have had eleven trainers buy tickets to go into the Arrow. So therefore, tomorrow the actual entries will close so the the people that have bought a ticket will nominate the dog that they're going to run in it some of them have already indicated who they'll be running so that will happen tomorrow and then that will all be transferred across to grv and then on thursday the box door will come out so at this point in time i've had 11 tickets purchased and we'll just see where that goes from here so on thursday when the normal box door comes out we should have our arrow field which is really exciting and this sunday as you know we're going to be doing facebook live from the track to cover the arrow so it's um, all happening up there this Sunday. It's all happening. And uh, also, just lastly, uh, the Friday meeting this week has been transferred to a Thursday meeting. I'm reading here on GRV, and uh, that's due to Shepparton uh, being uh, restricted from racing or trialling up there at the moment. So you guys are facilitating that, I believe. Yes, yeah, so between Bendigo and, and Hillsville, we've had a few swap arounds to make sure that the, the trainers still get to race this week. So Bendigo's taking on the Shepparton meeting and then I'm taking on the spot in, on the Thursday slot just to assist with Bendigo this week because they're also racing on Wednesday night. So they can't do the backup like backup from night to morning. So we're, we're taking the Thursday slot. And just a reminder to trainers, it's a tier three meeting and the nominations will close at 8.30 tomorrow at GRV. Ah, beautiful. Can't wait for Hillsville Racing Thursday and Sunday, and obviously Hillsville Cup's not too far away. Cynthia, thank you for joining us once again, and hopefully I can get you back on the show later in the week to discuss the arrow coming up and the uh, the entrance for it. So I can't wait. Uh, have a great night, and thank you once again for joining us. Always a pleasure, Mitch. Thanks for the opportunity. Big thanks there to Cynthia O'Brien. Always generous with her time, Mitch, and... Uh, a very informative chat there as well. We'll give that a podcast in uh, in a few moments, but make sure you jump on uh, the GRV uh, Thrill of the Chase, I should say, podcast page um, after the show. 0499 736 736. Again, thanks to Cynthia O'Brien. Quick tip at Cranbourne, please, Mitch. Oh, uh, really, really hard race. I'm not saying to go hard in this one at all. Uh, there's a dog drawn in box two. Uh, it's called Hurricane Pete. It won well here two starts back. I reckon it could be a bit of value, probably one unit to win and uh, a couple of units to place. All right, let's go there now. Through the day, the previous saw a win to Celtic Gypsy for John O'Connor. So they're getting set. Race 11 on the card. Grand Clubs Victoria. Grade 5 stake. Gracie's girl... Odds on favourite here from box four. And we're just about ready for a start. All secured away. There's the green light. 311 metres. Set to go. Racing, Gracie's girl in the centre came out fairly well, showing pace there was Hurricane Pete though, and booting up was Pacific Bar, Pacific Bar the leader from Hurricane Pete, trying to get around the mouth, one on the track was Brother Griff and very deep was Gracie's girl, they corner for home, Pacific Bar hit the front by about two lengths or so and Pacific Bar wins it, seconds of photo maybe Hurricane Pete from Gracie's girl who had no luck. It's not a bad run there Mitch, finally a little bit of luck for us but it it just couldn't get itself out and uh, it jumped really well but the one 
was just able to uh, to get into the lead and was never headed after that. But it finished second, I think, there. So hopefully that'll be a bit of value to that. Well, it was paying about $31 a win, so I'm sure that the 4 or $5 a play should hold up nicely. So one, hopefully, fingers crossed. One, two, four, and 8. Hurricane Pete pays $3 S-Tab, but $4.30 top tote. So... That's not a bad little result there if you backed it each way. Very, very handy. Very handy result. All right. Beautiful. Hey, um, we're going to take a break. We'll speak to Toddy Gray, get his best bets, get some of your best bets on the other side of the break. We'll wrap this thing up. More with Mitch Abaya on the other side of this. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.